1: Terms and conditions apply. You
2: always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always
1: follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
3: Frank B. coming up. Get everything VSIN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Sign up now. Get VSIN Pro all the way through the Super Bowl. That's the Pro Picks daily recap of the top plays made by every host and guest. The exclusive betting splits, the deep dive daily betting reports, NBA, NHL, MLB, and the upcoming college basketball season. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. $99 midseason special today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe.
4: Always love talking to our next guest. Uh, It's been a minute since he's been on the show, but he's been a professional at this stuff for a long, long time. One of the most respected guys in the entire racket. Frank B. joins the program now. Good morning, Frank. How are you today?
5: hey good morning guys good to talk to you
4: today you bet you bet so let's kick this uh, you're gonna join us for two segments here we'll get a teasers coming up in about 15 minutes but let's begin with uh, mattress Mac the lovable furniture owner a store owner from uh, and much more than that in the Houston area who stands to win 76 million dollars if the Astros win the World Series you're helping him get down his bets or you did throughout the entire season to be in this position. So, take us through the entire process and give us all the details that we need to know.
5: Okay. Hey, well, you know, this year was real easy because Mac did all the work earlier in the season. You know, we uh, looked, looked for all the good prices. We went and put the bets in place, and the Astros kept moving along. So, uh, what? It, what at first was a, a real overhead. You know, doing seventy-five million—that's a lot, way more than any other more than double than any other season that we've we've done. And uh, uh, now it's kind of caught up to where we're achieving achieving a a degree of balance. But Mac did all the work earlier. There wasn't a lot of maintenance to do uh, during the season. right now, just decision-making on uh, how you want to balance them. Very similar to a bookmaker booking an event. You know, it gets real heavy on one side. How do you balance action? How do you tweak it? How do you – uh, if you overexpose, you adjust the line. In Max case, you just adjust the promo.
3: The, the promo stopped Monday night, and the promo was spend three thousand, uh, get double your money back.
5: Yeah, like I said, he just tweaks the promo as time goes on, and uh, you know for a while it was double your money back. I believe it was. Then it was one X. Um, you know, he's done things with store credit and whatever, but. Yeah, we talked Monday and decided that uh, Monday or Tuesday, they had to uh, put a halt to it because he was just getting, uh, people were just waiting too long. They wanted to, you know, virtually a sure thing because at this point, you know, the last couple of days that he ran it, the players had an edge versus his cost, you know, (laughs) the last couple of days. And, you know, that's fine if that's what he wants to do. That's what, you know, what he sort of wants to pay uh, to achieve. Uh, the desired balance, but uh, he's fine with being a little heavy on the Astros, wants the roots of the Astros, wants everybody to win. So uh, yeah, he's in a, he's happy with the spot he's in and uh, you know, looking forward to the series.
4: Think about the run here, the fortunate run, guys, for Mattress Mac. And, you know, he's very well off anyway, but to get involved with the Astros and then this team, they've been loaded uh, and it, they have not gone away. And they just keep get, getting better every single year, Frank. I mean, he's been doing this since I think what 2017, and here you go, they make it this far yet again this season.
5: Yeah, there. I mean, like he's, you know, he has relationships with uh, a lot of the players on the team. He considers them kind of a family, and you know, you know how Mac is regarded in Houston. Mm-hmm. So it's something that everybody rallies around down there, and uh, so these promotions are very well received. You know, even basketball, the MCA one was well received, and you know what we're working on right now. It's I, I, I really think it's going to be a good one, is the World Cup. So as, soon as, the, as soon as the series is over, he's going to run a promotion involving the World Cup, and that's going to be just a different kind of participation for the community because he's going to, what he's going to offer is uh, the customers are going to get Mexico and the United States, and you have to determine exactly how far they would have to advance to you know, get your stuff for free, but uh, it's going to be a fun one. World we'll, we'll Cup. I'm looking forward to a lot, so I okay. to have to pay attention to uh, to that Nigel guy and what he says
3: <laughs> <laughs> The the, f- the first time we met you, you and Anthony Curtis were a little bit upset about what was going on here in Nevada, about not taking big future bets on the Astros. And then you hear you had no problem getting down huge, huge bets on three million dollars, million dollar bets on futures with the Astros. Does that was that also surprising to you, or does it play into the fact that? He doesn't have a good track record doing this as well. Great businessman, but a lot of these bets and these hedges have lost at sportsbooks.
5: Right, and you know, you know, we repeat over and over again: these are uh, insurance. This is insurance replacement for insurance, and the vast majority of the time, we want these bets to lose just as much as the sportsbooks do, because he would win more on the furniture side of the And like I said, we're trying to strike a balance uh-huh. here. so. Uh, initially, this was it. Just was foreign to the sports books, you know, in Nevada, and a little bit to the ones that were just starting up around the country too. You know, they're like, "Why do you want to do what?" Uh, so yeah, it was tough in Nevada, um, but things have come around. You know, companies now are sort of, uh, you know, Caesars is everywhere. Like, by the way, Caesars sure can take a punch. Right. <laughs> you know, they took that Kansas, that the Kansas position last year, um, and took it like a champ, and you know, came right back and let them. Uh, do pretty much what he wanted with the Astros, and they, they have the biggest liability on the Astros now, too. So things have slowly changed, and Matt's responsible for that. You know, just keep the, he's a good negotiator. And, uh, you know, once they got over the fact that these are not bets that they have to fear, these are we, – th- th- we have a reason for making these bets. He has a reason for making these bets, and it's not the typical thing that they have to be concerned with, like some AP getting getting over on them, just – it is what it is. Hey, we're willing to give you a double-digit advantage on this future bet. You want it, and uh, you know mm-hmm. they're coming around to uh, mm-hmm. accepting them now. And you know, like you said, they booked some winners over the over the last couple of years.
4: Let's follow the money here on Vsin, the sports betting network. Professional better Frank B is our guest, uh, helping out with the entire promotion for Mattress Mac. Paulie and I have said since like 2017, like. Uh, other business owners across the country should be copying what uh, Madras Mag is doing. Here, Here's the blueprint. Here's what he's been doing for the last five or six years. It's been laid out for you. Go ahead and do the same exact thing. It's So it is It is insurance or it's kind of like a hedge. What is your overall philosophy on hedging? And, and I will throw this example at you with the World Series. and We talked about it a little bit earlier. David Purdom tweeted this out from ESPN yesterday. The Colorado better Frank, who back in April placed a $50 bet on the Astros to beat the Phillies in the World Series... At uh, 2,500 to one odds, told uh, the told him, "quote I'm not hedging," so he stands to win 125,000. Like I said, Um, what what would you do here if you had this ticket?
5: So that's a fifty-dollar bet. It was made when? Back in April. Oh, back in April. Well, okay. So I I was wondering if it was a mistake that and he bet it recently, and he might have to be a little concerned about them. Mm. Uh, giving him a hard time and therefore he was doing a little advanced damage control by putting it out there. But if he made it early in the I mean, it's 50 bucks. It's up to you. Whatever your comfort level mm-hmm. is, if you want to lock in, you can lock in quite a bit if you wanted to. Uh, I think most people would, um, you know, just like, uh, like Paul, Hey, on, on Monday night uh, you're down uh-huh. to whatever 300 yep. and your theoretical EV for that entry is about 20 K so that, that, that's basically how far ahead you are. You, that your entry is worth twenty thousand, you can afford to make a little head. You go take the bears plus the points, and uh, you know, recoup your uh, entry fees, or maybe get lucky and scoop, you know, and can and continue forward. Did you did you make a bet?
3: Uh, in play, I did yes. Not pre-flop though. Uh, okay. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, just, like I said, it's most of the stuff. It's just what is your. Uh, you know, how does it fit in your bankroll? Mm-hmm. What's your uh, tolerance? What? What? What's, are you going to be devastated? if, you know, you don't get anything out of it. You know, max position is different. He, it, it's, a, it's a complete disaster if the Astros win and you don't cover it. If you just gamble, right,
2: like, right, like,
5: yeah. Oh, why are Why are you making these bets with double digit disadvantages? Why don't you just roll with it? It's like it's easy for you to say with all that money out. You know, this is life changing stuff. Well, in the case of the guy fifty to win. What one hundred twenty-five k? That's up to him. You know? Yeah, sure. Uh, most but most people would probably
3: have A good example, Frank. I also had a partner though too, so that played into it as well. Right. But, uh, good good point though. Well,
4: Frank. that's exactly right. So, Frank, you love playing in Survivor. Yep. Uh, you got bounced like I did in, well. in circa with the Browns earlier this year against the Jets. But like, what would your approach have been going into that game on Monday night? And it, you know, you had a chance, by the way, to grab the Bears. It was perfect six plus six at halftime if yep. you wanted to. Yep. And then, what would your approach be if you were down to like 125 and you had an entry this week?
5: Well, uh, listen. Full disclosure: I, I, I'd have not only did I lose in week two, and that was that was a rough one. Least, you know, hey, Mitch, at least it was a historic loss. It wasn't just some. But I'm pretty sure I'd have been out two more times. Me too. So yeah, so it's it, 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 it's easy to take now, uh, considering what's happened. Um, but, the, you know, what would I do going forward? Um, you know, everybody's little chart is different. You know, what they have left, what they're going to do. But it's proven to be a pretty good strategy to try to stay off the most popular picks. It's something we've been harping, harping on yeah. for uh, a couple of years. It's, uh, you, know, uh, pick, you know, pick scarcity. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to be on the top picks every week because eventually you're going to go down with everybody else. you got to, you know, dodge bullets. You've got to be like Neo. You've got to dodge bullets.
4: Okay, so hang tight. Uh, we're talking to Frank B., professional better. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Ty's Win, one of the most respected guys in the entire business. Been doing this for a long, long time. This will tell you, Frank was there when Stanford Wong's sports betting book was getting published. What is that now? 20 years ago now? Um, they eventually turned into what is known as uh, Wong teasers. And Frank told us he nearly has a panic attack when teasers are discussed in 2022 People have gone too teaser happy because it's always screwed up, uh, including us. We get it wrong. And he will tell you why people do it too often, what they do uh, to screw it up, and how they need to adjust. He'll explain why discipline is necessary coming up when it's uh, your turn to bet teasers here on Follow the Money. It's Vsin the Sports Betting Network.
1: Terms and conditions apply.
2: This
7: is Follow the
3: Money on VCN. NBA tipped off last week. So do all the basketball promotions on Bet Rivers. It's a place to go for the latest odds, lines, and promotions. Great house specials as always. The weekly same game parlays. Place three or more same game parlays each week. Receive a free $10 basketball free bet in October and November. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. Download and bet today. Bet Rivers app. We continue uh, with the
4: great Frank B. Professional better. Has been in this racket for a long, long time. Very respected in the sports betting and beyond uh, business. Uh, and Frank, you sent us a note. I think it was last week, you were talking about our show, you were talking about other shows, other stuff that you hear when it comes to teasers, and you almost go into panic attack mode. Um, so take us back and tell us what, what gets screwed up on a common basis. And uh, you were there like 20 years ago when Stanford Wong's book was published. I find that fascinating.
5: Well, yeah, well, Anthony Curtis, was sitting, you know he bought the rights to that. Business, right. So now that's his book. Um, So uh he sends that out. But yeah, well when I say I was there, because I I I knew Stanford, I used to do some work within the blackjack and stuff. So uh, you know, we would um you know, share share notes and ideas about things and he caught on to sports betting. He didn't know anything about it at first. (laughs) But from uh people in in his uh circle on his blackjack page, you know, uh it kind of started throwing around the term plus E V bet, you know, particularly uh Teasers and then just when it came to like arbitrage and medals and stuff like that got him interested. And then, uh, you know, from all the collective wisdom of the group, he got uh, interested enough to do his own independent research on things and then, uh, you know, published, uh, wrote the book, published it, popularized the term long teasers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it became known as that. But I'll tell you, the first instance of uh, advantage teasers is. From a guy, and I just learned this yesterday, this guy was one of the survivor winners last year. His name is Professor Ed Myers, or Dr. Ed Myers, he's a, a physics professor, and he wrote a book in the late 90s, and in it, it just outlined the same thing. You know, Gee, geez, these numbers are worth this much, here's the price you're paying. This is why this is good. It's pretty mechanical. And we didn't call them, like, Ed Myers, or I think it's is MTI or whatever, but... Uh, uh, we were betting them, and just uh, and then Wong eventually, when well, he got a hold of it, he's the guy to popularized it. So they became known as Wong teasers, and rightfully so. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that that's sort of sort of the whole origin of the thing. And we used to bet them. Well, actually, right where you're sitting, at the old Las Vegas Club. Mm. Um, they were the ones that had the payouts that were most attractive in town. I sent you guys that chart of from mm. the book. You know what these recommended prices are that you need to get. You know, when, when, in the book, there's only two things that he says. Okay. To the a six-point teaser, their worth are only if two conditions are met. Condition one is you must capture the three and the seven. And that means all of it, not part of it. Like you, you hear some of these kind of uh, clumsy teasers where, oh, I'm gonna, my jump point's going to be seven, not seven, seven and a half. Because that's what the line is. I'm going to tease it down from seven. Well, you're not getting all of the seven. You're getting half of the seven. Okay, and that cuts into what those points are worth. Uh, so, so that's condition number one. Entirely capture the three and seven legitimately. You know, not take some bad line and it is. so condition number two, and almost no one fulfills that in the United States. Is you must get. This is the quote. You must get excellent terms, and he defines excellent terms as plus one ten. I know you guys laughed, but believe it or not, that was available. Uh, even money, which was available, like I said, where you guys are, Las Vegas Club and other places. Or, and the and you know, minus 110. And that's it. After that, he deemed those prices beyond that unacceptable. Now, next door, Nick used to work at Binion's at the time. Uh-huh. And he had, I don't know if he had even or minus 110, but whatever it is, he, they take big bets over there. So, I mean, it was no problem getting down under these conditions back then. That's not the case these days. Anymore. So if you don't fulfill condition number one, that's on you, okay? Because anybody can do that. You know, just select the right ones and, 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 and don't cut corners. But condition number two is tough, and so people make concessions. You know, they uh, oh I'm going to take a dollar twenty. I believe uh, there's a couple places you can get one fifteen, but people routinely just lay a dollar twenty. Now I'm not saying one fifteen or minus one twenty. Is not beatable in that you can obtain some kind of A. Being very selective, like you got a card coming up this week, you, you basically have every team that's available comes from the long term strongest subset, that being home dogs. So you got four, I, actually on this one, you got 10 of A's also falls within that subset. Mm-hmm. They're home dog of one and a half. Um, so you have candidates this week. Now, the next, the other condition most people fail to fulfill to, to is to get an acceptable price because it's all, it's all related. You know, if, if you cut corners and, and, and you make your jump point one or seven instead of one and a half or seven and a half, you weigh a dollar 20, but all of a sudden you don't have an edge. And the uh, people just seem to want to bet these and they kind of just overlook it. And then they call them a long teaser. I'm betting a long teaser. Okay. Well, listen, you can call it whatever you want. Uh, you know, uh, it's more like a baba Boone teaser. Just, you, you got the blueprint. It's two simple things and <laughs> you can't even get that done. You know? So uh, the people who are losing on them and complaining right now, I'm, I'm betting that a lot of them shouldn't even be betting them in the first place because they don't, they're not meeting those two criteria. And, you know, if you are betting them in that manner and you're, you know, calling them a long teaser, calling them like you guys, I, I, I noticed you call them like traditional teasers. Um, you know, same thing. Advantage teasers. but uh, if, if all you're doing is you just want to bet a teaser, and you're saying, okay, I'm sort of loosely fulfilling these requirements, and what you're really trying to do is like maybe run good, you know?
2: because
5: oh. uh, you don't really have it. You don't really have an edge, like we've said before. You know. Uh, Getting lucky is not a strategy. You know, you got to be real about this. Thing. Yeah. And, and, and do, do you have a head of betting them? I mean, you just want to bet them because you like them. That's one thing. But if you think you have an advantage, you got to look at your methodology and say, you know, am I doing what needs to be done?
3: Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're seeing a dollar thirty juice here at one spot in town. You're seeing a dollar forty juice. Uh, your, your Twitter handle is ties win. i have even seeing ties lose teasers at uh, various places as well.
5: Yep. That's the other another aspect of the terms is. You know, things like that. What happens on a tie? You know, Vegas, they used to call that the Vegas uh, teaser rule where uh, no matter what the outcome of one leg was, if you had a, like on a two-teamer, if you had a push, you got no action. Correct. Okay? So right. you could have push, a push and a loss. And people didn't understand that. How could that be? Well, yep. the, 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 three, it, 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 the reason it is is because when you go up the chain of more legs on teasers, like a four-teamer, well, if you got a tie, it reduces to a three. If you got a three, it reduces to a two. But if you got a two... You could just reduce it to a straight bet, but they gave you a break back in Vegas and say, okay, just
4: no action. Right. right. So, Frank, we have like two minutes left here. Um, how much should cool. the total factor in? I lost another teaser this weekend. I would tease the Patriots all day long against the Bears again, down to two. I, I just would. Uh, that was one of the legs yeah, that I, I had. I,
2: <laughs> I, also,
4: I also had the 49ers, and I think the mistake I made there is looking back, I, that, that game had too high of a total. I generally like to look at games that have smaller totals. How do you approach that?
5: Yeah, well, you, you, you'll note like, uh, like, like this week, New Orleans and Raiders has the highest total. That would be, and it's also a non conference game. Those are, it carry a little more volatility. Yep. Uh, yep. In divisional games, I think you got three of them. You got three divisional games where the home team is the underdog and they have totals of 41 or less. They're all fine yep. candidates for teasing. I'll be teasing all of them. Uh, I do like the Saints as well, so I'll be including them. And um, I'm going to bet Tampa Bay because I think that thing uh, is going to uh, settle around tick by game time. I and mean, the Bucks <laughs> should be riled up enough to make a, uh, you know, to show up. You know, you don't have to question whether they're going to show up or not. If, if it's not now, when? So uh, I'm going to be having, uh, try to get the week off to a good start and have the Bucks on Thursday night as my lead-in for teasers. You know, and and another thing, when you bet in certain parts of the world, as you guys are fond of saying, you have an additional advantage most times. You can do what they call open teasers, and that Mm -hmm. makes it even more efficient. When selecting the legs, you don't have to put a leg in there until it's right, until it's ready to go. Uh, Or you can front-load a bunch of stuff like I'm doing with Tampa Bay and just deal with the other legs later, if you think that maybe a place is going to appear and it's not there yet.
4: Yep. And will you also do when you have uh, like this week, when you have maybe four examples, will you do a three or a four team teaser or no?
5: Well, it just depends on the outs you have on the payout. You know, uh, there are there are terms out there where the four teamer is actually superior to the two teamer at minus one ten. Just on a, a, a equivalent money line basis and a, a win percentage required per leg to break even, there are still some good opportunities out there, and that's what you got to do. If, even in, in America, if you start looking up the pay scale at the other one and doing the calculations, you say, "Well, this one is clearly uh, theoretically much better than the two chamber." And you might be able to. I mean, Gold Nugget had six teams a plus plus seven hundred for a while. That was a worthwhile one. The problem again, you can't do an open. You got to find six teams in one week that you want to put on there. Tough thing to do. Mm.
4: You're the best, Frank. Yes. Uh, love talking to you, man. Let's grab a beer sometime soon.
5: You got it. Okay, good luck. Yeah, try. be good. You Thanks, too. Frank.
4: And he's on Twitter at Ty's Win. Frank B., longtime professional better. Uh, we'll go from Frank up next to a very busy time in the city of Philadelphia. Howard Eskin's going to join the program. WIP. Eagles, one of the best teams in the league. Phillies in the World Series. Doc Rivers, the favorite to be the NBA's first coach fired. My God, he covers all of it. We'll talk to him coming up here and Follow the Money. is v the Sports Betting Network.
3: Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet. VEASAN's horse racing app, the code HORSE200. Get the $10, put in HORSE200, the 100% match on the first deposit, up to $200. Wagering more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. Easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Details, VEASAN.com slash horses. Sign up now. The legend in Philly, Howard Eskin. WIP, never had a bad day in his life. And he joins us now. The atmosphere was unbelievable going back to the first home game against the Braves, the Hoskins' home run. They've set a merchandise sales record there, beating the 2016 Cubs in baseball. Is it possible, Howard, the Phillies are more popular than the Eagles right now? No, no. Oh, he dropped off. Thought it was oh, a good question
4: after, after that tremendous setup. God,
3: oh, a lot of work. Boy, in there. he was telling
4: we're, a great story during the break. We're, on, we're on the sailboat and uh, <laughs> everything just collapsed. <laughs> oh, oh man, how we're cruising along. Uh, it's a beautiful day outside, and all of a sudden everything just gets ripped right off the boat. Okay.
7: Yeah. yeah.
4: Technology, man, you got to love it.
7: Yeah. Howard, you there, my man? Yeah. Okay. So Go. here's here's where you made the mistake. Here's why it probably collapsed. When you mention Doc Rivers, okay. So <laughs> to me, to me, it's Glenn Rivers. There's only one Doc in Philadelphia, and that's Julius. Sir, okay, right. Uh, okay, that's Glenn Rivers is not a good coach. Uh, <laughs> he's he is the all-time. He's a really nice guy. Sure, but he's a fraud as a coach. Yeah, fraud as, as a coach. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't last the year. But and I would really, really be surprised if he's the coach for the Sixers next year. So when you mentioned Doc Rivers, it all fell apart. Yeah. Because he's Glenn Rivers and he's not a good coach. So you understand that now?
3: Well, I understand. Oh, absolutely. He's either the favorite or the co-favorite to be the first coach fired. The horrible start so far. Could he be gone by Christmas?
7: Um, I would say he could be gone by the new year, which is only a week after Christmas. You know, you, you don't fight... You don't fire guys for Christmas. You know, you let them have a good Christmas and then you blow them up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, could be. And you know what? And the guy that's going to blow them up, the president general manager, Daryl Morey, should go along with them. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Uh, the con job, the money. Morey's making $12 million. Glenn Rivers is making $8 million a year. And it's, it's, I mean, they're stealing money. They are stealing money. It's just, what has Daryl Morey ever done? So but both of them, hey, if, if, if Philadelphia gets a, a late Christmas present, they'll get rid of both of them and move forward.
4: So, uh, Howard, I, I thought things were going well in Philly. Eagles are one of the best teams <laughs> in football. <laughs> Phillies are playing with the World Series. Oh,
7: man. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, that's why the Sixers are getting a break, because with everything else going on, uh, they're kind of in the background. Totally in the background, uh, so you know, people people don't realize they're they're still the same team as they were before. They're they're the same team they were before. Uh, they're no different. They got P.J. Tucker and they got uh, some pieces, but it, it's just I, I just can't see them being any better than what they were before. Joel Embiid always comes into the season out of shape. He's re- he's a really good player, but he always comes in the season out of shape. It's always like I got to be better. Uh, And it's just not, I don't care what he scores, scored 40 points and they got blown up by one of the worst teams in basketball. Mm. It was a Saturday in San Antonio. It's ridiculous. Uh, Absolutely uh, ridiculous.
3: Are the, are the Phillies more popular than the Eagles right now? I mean, I mentioned they set the merchandise sales record.
7: Yeah, but that's easy because people, uh, they have that emotion and they want things. Uh, I mean, I went to, I stopped by their, their fan store it's called the new era store at the ballpark yesterday had to pick up some things for people. It was amazing. The street was just packed with cars and the store was buzzing. It's just, it's amazing. And that's understandable. People want to support their team, but to answer the question, football is still the sport, uh, this sport in America and in Philadelphia, that's why they're, they're not playing – the Eagles are not playing a, at the same time as the Phillies. Baseball was smart. Now, they set it up, obviously, before. The schedule may have been already set up. But the Eagles play a Thursday night game next week. That's a day off in the World Series. Uh, last week, the Eagles were off one. they had their bye week, and that was lucky. But you just don't want to go against mm-hmm. the Eagles. The Eagles are still – the most popular team in town. At the moment, right now, this second, people are going to say, because the Phillies fans, they're so excited, and the people in Philadelphia are excited, and they're in the World Series. But uh, I'll give you an example, and this goes way back. When the Phillies, the last time they won a World Series, which was 2008, not one game ratings were better than the Eagles until they got, and you may not remember this, there mm-hmm. was a three-inning game. Right. They had a lot of rain right. against right. Tampa. Mm-hmm. The three-inning game had better ratings than an Eagles regular season game, but that counted as a game. Outside of that, every other game did not pass an Eagles regular season game in television ratings, yeah. which is now, again, that's a long time ago, mm-hmm. but it's still the same dynamic with a really good football team. If It'd be interesting. Well, it, it's not going to happen. If the Eagles and the Phillies played at the same time, you know, the, in the World Series, I, it would be really close. It would still be really close. So, to answer your question, I okay. think the Eagles are still the most popular, but not as we speak right now because the Phillies are in the World Series.
4: So, so how I mean, uh, yep, okay. Howard, how both of us here, we think this continues with the Eagles. We think they're going to be the one seed, unless something catastrophic happens. We love the, the schedule, first of all. We love the personnel. I think Sirianni's doing a great job. Uh, does this continue with the Phillies in the World Series, this improbable march, to get here and what they had to go through. Uh, but now, I mean, they have Wheeler at the front end, along with Nola, who can be a little up and down, but that's a great one too. And then this lineup, I mean, how do you approach Hoskins and Harper right now?
7: Well, uh, you approach them with better pitching than and smarter in your decision making. Mm-hmm. You know, you really, a, a, Bryce Harper hit a gigantic home run, but Bryce Harper shouldn't not have even faced that pitcher. Right. If Bob right. Melvin did the right thing, haters should have been in there. Yep. I mean, just because he has to go two innings, hadn't pitched in the whole series, in the entire series. He hadn't pitched for a week. So he has to be, even Rob Thompson yesterday said he was, he's happy, but he was surprised that Hader didn't come in to pitch to Harper, and that home run would not have happened with Hayter as the pitcher. Just would not have happened because Hayter has been so unhittable. So the manager helped their manager helped the situation. And then the pitcher throws him a fastball, and Harper was just waiting for a fastball. I mean, I know he throws he, – he's got a really good fastball. You don't throw him a fastball there. You just – you still have an, – and, and I, it wouldn't even have been a problem. It was a 2-2 count. It wouldn't even been a problem if he walked him. Because then you got got uh, Castellanos coming up. There's just so many things that, that happened. But it, those things are what happened in baseball, and it made that home run – you know, storybook stuff for forever as long as Harper's here. And there's been big home runs and big hits by Phillies in the past, but this now right now is, is the biggest, the way people say it. But when you look at the Phillies lineup, here's the, I'm going to break it down like this. You talk about the Phillies pitching, Houston's pitching. I don't think they had 18 pitchers that went at least 10 innings. None of them have an ERA over four. Their starters' ERAs are all under three. I believe they're all under three. Their starting pitching Mm -hmm. is really good, but nobody gives Houston credit because it's Houston, and we don't focus on that team. When you're in, it's a weird time zone, and you usually don't. It's crazy when when Colorado played the Phillies back in 2007. Nobody gave Colorado any credit that they got to the World Series because they were in that weird it's only a one hour difference. And and for whatever reason, those games usually don't make TV during the season. So when you look at it, Houston's good. And then they, you know, the cheating thing, which is disgraceful. So, you know, they're down on Houston, Mm -hmm. but their pitchers, their starters are, are really good. Their bullpen's really good. Their defense is terrific and they don't swing and miss they don't strike out. They put the ball in play, which is the, which is baseball. what's lost in baseball. This analytics nonsense where strikeouts don't make any difference. In the first game against the Yankees, they only had 11 swings and misses. That's, I mean, I can't even imagine that in a game. And in the second game, I think they only struck out twice. So when you look at the lineups, do they have a player as good as Harper? No. Uh, their other players are really good. And then they came back. You know, you got to give this team credit. They, they went down on a home line, and then they came back against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. I mean, that's, that team is just really, really good. Now, that's why the line, and that's why mm-hmm. they're almost the one favorite in the series. Can the Phillies win? Sure, they can win. But you can beat somebody, but Houston is the best team in baseball, even though the Dodgers had the best record. Uh, the Houston is really, really good. So, yeah, they can win, and they have pitching. But boy, when you look at Houston, you say, "My gosh, they're really good. They have to win. They have to win one out of two in Houston. That's what gotcha.
3: Great job, Howard. Thanks for popping on. Take care. Go. Good luck, Eagles. You got it. There it is. Howard asking you, WIP. Uh, yep. Yeah. Up next, Week Nine numbers
4: in the NFL. Uh, power ratings sound a little wacky next week.
1: Terms and conditions apply.
2: This is Follow the Money
3: on VCN. All season long Bet Rivers your go-to book. All football-related content, BetRivers.com, or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, player props, and more. Every week Bet Rivers has great house specials and football specials. Top help you win big, get up to Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. One of those days, one of those shows. I mean, you could do two hours with Frank B. I'd love to talk to that guy on a regular basis, but he's so busy out feeding the raccoons. And, uh, and and Eskin, Howard Eskin, also a legend, told the story before the show, but he came back on air, broke his leg, didn't even know it on the Christmas Eve game when the Eagles beat the Raiders. Crazy lateral play in that game, which impacted the spread. Well, that also but, impacted... Uh, um... The Super Contest
4: gold. Oh, yes. The winner. And our yes. buddy Aaron Rennie and I think missed it because yep. of that stupid lateral
3: lateral play by like a half a point. We're on a crazy run that year with that crap. Oh, yeah. And it was happening in national TV games as well. Always like to do this, the look-ahead lines, the early lines. I will say this, shame on the NFL. Week 9, there are two late games. Okay, they have to adjust. gotta like, there's go- There is going to be an adjustment. You can't do this. I couldn't believe that text when I
4: got it from you last night. Yeah. And then I immediately looked at the schedule, and I, found- I tried to find other games they could put late. It's not a great
3: schedule overall. But your you- late games are Seattle, Arizona, and Tampa, L.A. You can't do that. I mean, you have they, to add- they get so, oh, what a great game. They look at the schedule, and, and when they do it, and they're thinking, wow, what a matchup. The whole country right. needs to see this. No, no. we don't. It's also the NFL should never be two or only two or three late games.
4: I, I hate it when they have three. I hate it when they have four. Right. At least four is better and manageable. Four is doable it, it should like always be like 8-5, you yeah. know? Of course. So the Thursday night game, and Howard referenced this, uh, that mm-hmm. there's no World Series game next Thursday. The Eagles are playing their lane nine at the Texans. Does that go up? Texans this week uh, in a now-winnable yeah.
3: game against Tennessee. You know, Matt at it, Newman's at a good point about you don't want to buy when you're hot. But if they bury uh, Pittsburgh again, and how Houston looked also against the Raiders, standalone, yeah, I think I think you'll see it go up because uh, I, I, I do think these, I do think the Eagles bury Pittsburgh coming up. Okay, um, yep. other games next week. Dolphins are three and a half at the Bears. Well, this has changed now after how well Fields played and the Bears' offense looked, and Dolphins struggled against Pittsburgh at home yep. with the rush factor with Tua. Three and a half seems a little high. I was thinking about this in Survivor. If I was going to make it, if I had survived, I which was leaning to Miami a little bit. Ooh. But now that's yeah, now can't do it. Yeah, that would have been a, another loser for you. Right? Whoa! I'm just kidding. Well, because I, I was also thinking t- Chiefs at home in the Sunday night game, which we'll get to. But um, the Chiefs also then played, played Jacksonville, I believe, the following week. So it was it was it was fun while it lasted. But to really look ahead before Thanksgiving, uh, mapping this out.
4: Okay, so I will give you a couple of numbers right now, and uh, as soon as I saw the numbers posted yesterday, the Packers were like 5.5 against Washington. I get it. They closed a little bit lower than that. Closed at, what, 4? Okay, so at this point of the season, I don't love the Vikings. They're clearly a little bit better than the Packers, at least a little bit better than Green Bay right now. So Green Bay, uh, I checked that Minnesota's 2.5 at Washington now, 2.5?
3: Yeah, too low. Crazy. I'm with you. It's, It's a Kirk Cousins revenge game. We're we're doing, a, we're really beating up the, the anniversary of the uh, you like that was the other day. I know we're really beating up the Giants and the Jets and and the Vikings too. But it's yeah, I, I five and one, six and one. It's hard to win this. No, team. I know. I two and a half. Yeah. That has to be, in my opinion, that them, number is too give low. Them, give them credit. They couldn't do this last year. That's right. They
4: lost all the close games. And now they're winning them. That's what our buddy Adam Chernoff keeps keeps pointing to. They were losing all these close games. You get a new coach in there. And uh, look at this now—how it's flipped. And yeah. It's kind of still a coin flip, though. With some of these games are winning, but regardless, here we are at five and one. Panthers at Cincy. Bengals are nine and a half. Absolutely, lay it.
3: They'll bury them. Now listen, Walker played well, played for his standards too, but the de- it's still a good defense. That that Tampa—they didn't do much against Tampa. But the the thing that Tampa couldn't stop the run. Which shocked and surprised everybody. Right. How they, after they trade McCaffrey, they come out and gash him on the ground like that with Foreman and Hubbard. And but ben- now I'm a Walker again. You saw how Walker struggled in LA. Now he has to go on the road. Cincinnati should bury him. And the Bengals are becoming
4: like a legit
3: defense, too. And they're getting a figure. And the offense is right there. Right. Yeah, they're yeah, good. Right. Uh,
4: I, I like pretty much everything about the Bengals, again, except their uh, running game. Yeah. The Colts are at the Patriots. Wow. New one six and a half. Wow. Sight unseen here with Sam Ellinger. Jesus, that's a lot. What if What if Ellinger goes out and looks good? He that's, might. That, that's six. There's a
3: chance he that, that's possible, sure. right? That I mean, six and a half will not be. That's going to be way lower than that. At least you know Ryan had a bad year, but Ryan also is a statue. You know Sam can scoot a little. Yeah, he bit. can. So that if you're not going to protect him, right? Sure. Packers are three and a half at the Lions. Oh, no! I, I stay away. I don't want any part of that game. No,
4: boy. If the, if the Lions were to get healthy, I would have to take them at home. Golf can play at home. True. Can't play a lick on the road. True. Raiders are a point and a half at Jacksonville. Yeah, I like them. So they have, Raiders are good. But back-to-back East Coast games, though. Yeah. Well, the Saints, central time zone, still on that side of the country, and then Jacksonville.
3: Well, yeah, do they win Sunday? If they lose, this season will be on the line, too. Uh, but I, I, the Raiders are a good team. They've blown two 17-point leads, and you saw they had that big lead against Kansas City as well. Yeah. I, I think they'll get this offense figured out what a beast Jacobs has been, too, setting this franchise record. I've had... More than one person.
4: Actually, it's been three. I think. Say, take a peek at McDaniel's for Coach of the Year. Oh, come on! And that's exactly what I said because the schedule sets up to where they're going to go on this big run too. yes. And my my response was to every person: He's too far up against it at this
3: point. No, he absolutely. He has too many. All these teams. Someone's going to emerge. Yes. Like a Giants or the the Sirianni. Someone's going to have that great season. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. Bills are ten and a half at the Jets. Yikes. Their power rating is just going to be, again, they're 11 and a half right now against the Packers this week. Like the move bringing in Robinson, not only did you lose Hall, you also lost Tucker, the offensive sure. lineman. So, uh, but finally, the Jets aren't facing a third-string quarterback. That's right. So you get the MVP. I'm not so sure the Chargers Favorite. should be three at Atlanta. Uh, yes. Atlanta finally yeah. lost a game ATS
4: last week. They've been game. Shootout, no? Yes. I see points. Oh, there's points there.
3: That's a good game. With all
4: the injuries to the Chargers. Right. Right. Here's the game that, uh, another one that really caught my eye. And this, at the Westgate here in town, it opened up Arizona 4 at home to Seattle. It just played, too. They scored three points in the game. I don't count that defensive nonsense that happened to special teams. (laughs) Yeah. The the Cardinals, now 3.5, but 4 maybe still. I
3: agree. Too much? We're giving them too much. They might be right. But we're giving them too much credit in terms of power rating on Hopkins coming back. I think so. Because how bad the offense. And we never give any credit to a wide receiver. And And what he means to a. They also had two defensive touchdowns in the game Thursday. That's right. And the Saints can't stop a nosebleed. And at at what point?
4: Because it's not yet. But at what point do people start giving? Does the market start to respect Seattle a little bit? I guess it did on Sunday because that went from seven down to four and a half. Yeah, they took money. But. Catching three and a half against Arizona? Yeah. I don't know. That yeah.
3: number is weird to me. No opinion on this game, but I want the uh, I want the under or the, as far as the spread though. But the Rams at Buccaneers. How about alt under in that game? Ooh, scoring in this game. Go under like thirty one and a half. Ooh, and look at this Sunday night Chiefs ten and a half at home. Titans are in first place. Yeah. Oh ho, ho. wow. Well, t- uh, that's Andy Reid off a bye. Uh good call. So yep. Monday night Ravens three and a half at New Orleans. That's uh that that's too short. The Saints can't, they're, they're magic. I, I I know if they get guys back, they should have guys back on offense. They're so they're number one in turnovers. Yeah, I know. They're number one worst turnover margin. They can't stop
4: anything. I know what you just said about the Raiders being good. The Raiders are, what, two this week on the road against the Saints? Ravens are three and a half, so the Ravens are a point and a half yeah. better than the Raiders?
3: Yeah, that's not enough. That seems a little off to me as no. well. Yep. Okay, pro tip now. It's a lengthy one, but a good one. Be aware when you set your teasers, okay? Okay. Uh, and it's been bad so far. Great timing. With a Washington Post writer and data analyst, Neil Greenberg tweeted out yesterday, the Wong teaser legs are only hitting 68%, which would mean that the fair value of a Wong teaser is plus 116. You don't have to be uh, you know, well-versed in betting odds and all the difference between minus 120 or higher and plus 116. Yep. Go to VEASAN.com. Mitch tweeted it out. I retweeted it. The Adam Burke article. I mean, you look at this now. Remember, there are several places that have ties lose teasers. Some places are putting up a dollar thirty, a dollar forty to break even on teasers. At a dollar, t- uh, you got to hit at sixty nine percent at plus 110, one ten, even seventy point seven percent. Dollar ten is seventy two point four percent. A dollar twenty seventy four percent. A dollar thirty is seventy five percent. That's incredible. Yeah, great breakdown. An article by Adam Burke. Great timing with the Washington Post article as well, and uh, this is all the rage. And it's been, and I know I will give Frank credit again. He's been saying for years you got to look at the the money lines with these as opposed to some of these these teasers legs when you're yep. looking at them. bunch of spots in town
4: here charging a dollar forty. Um, again, that's seventy six point four percent, and when they're hitting at sixty eight percent again, so far this year, you're not making money. And I haven't won a teaser the entire season. Yeah. it was and recently right. in recent years my favorite yeah. way to bet the NFL
3: right frank, frank tall times have changed too long time ago what the, what the what the odds have changed good pro tip available vsyn.com for pro uh, subscribers
4: you can get them there we do one every hour that means at least 20 every single day and uh, you can sort them by sport and by show subscribers only there on the website up next mike palm is the vp of Circa las vegas his picks on the friday betting invitational are on fire how about 25 9 and 1 And he finally lost his first best bet uh, of any week of the season. How key is watching as many games as possible to his overall handicapping success? We'll ask him coming up next.
6: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round
1: two. Name something that's not boring.
5: A laundry? Ooh,
0: a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah. Oh.